Yo, 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 man, this is Big Preezy, man, Locker Room Talk, man, here with another episode, man. Man, I got two special guests in here, man. They are the owners of Alpha Uno Athletics, man. You know what I'm saying? Real, real, real dope gym, man. They mostly deal with CrossFit and other personal training activities, man. So I want to introduce my newest guest, man, Rodney and Veronica. What's going on, man? What's going on? Hey. Appreciate oh. you for having us, man. Oh, it's no problem, honor. man. No problem, man. I'm glad to be here, man. Just checking out y'all gym, man. Nice colors, man. Nice, uh, the paint on the wall, the woods, man. Super duper dope, man. We got some visuals up in here, which we're going to show on my YouTube channel, man. Locker Room Talks. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. But, man, we're going to get into y'all, man, as far as y'all story, man, uh, how y'all got started, um, where, where, y'all come, where did it all come from, man, as far as y'all fitness journey, you know, where you want to begin? Uh, first, how did y'all meet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're going to talk about that first. So, uh, originally, I was her trainer, right? Okay. Uh, I was an instructor at, the, at a gym I used to teach at. And she came in one day. She was actually doing a six-week challenge. I was trying to lose weight. Yeah, well, okay. He was my weight. trainer. I was doing. Was it six? Yeah, six-week challenge. Do you win any money if you? No, no. no oh man. man. <laughs> I'm only a trainer. See, when you lose this amount of weight, man, you get a thousand dollars. Come on, I'm losing weight. Okay. <laughs> and um. So she did a six-week challenge, and after the six-week challenge, she signed up with the gym. And from there, she was taking the classes here and there. Okay. And one day, it was a Friday night, and she showed up. She was the only one that came to class. And it just so happened that day we was doing handstands. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one to show up in class. Oh, oh no, man. It was meant. It was, it meant. was meant to be, man. Okay. So I guess you're going to say we had a little one-on-one, some personal training, did a lot of handstand work. Okay. And from there. He had me in a wheelbarrow position, and then he had me actually doing handstand walks, mm-hmm. and he had my legs up in the air. Plus, I, I think that's what, I don't know. That's, that's the workout, you guys. Get your minds out of the gutter. That's the workout they demonstrating now. They ain't got that far yet. You got that quickly, man. <laughs> so, pretty much after the class, you know, we was talking and, you know, just get to know her a little better. She was pretty much, she gave me, like, this stone face, trying to show, like, she wasn't really interested or anything like that. But I saw, oh, she right, played hard to get there. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like that, though. I like that. <laughs> but, um, Afterwards, we exchanged, I would say numbers, but it was Facebook, you mm-hmm. know. One just, it was, for me, it was my plan to do my little investigation, you know, see oh, what's yeah. going on. Because oh, a yeah. number, you can't investigate on numbers. Exactly. So I had to see what was going on. And I reached out to her because I remember we was talking and she said she loves dancing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we both love to dance and do salsa, bachata. And I told her, you know, there's a cool place in Long Beach that does bachata and salsa, you know, every Tuesday and Thursday, no, Monday and Thursday. So we linked up, went there, did a little class, you know, got to, you know, mingo, get nice. a little bit closer. Nice. And I think I kind of wandered over that night. Oh, man, show her skills, you know what I'm saying? I just showed her a little something. Yeah, you know what? 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 <laughs> See, I got some moves, too, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Hey, so, hey, I'm just not, I'm athletic in all genres, all areas, you know what I'm saying? I'm show you my athletic abilities as far as the cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's super duper dope. So after y'all met, y'all developed their chemistry mm-hmm. and everything. Who came up with the ideal as far as developing your own gym? You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I think it was pretty much both of us. Yeah. Both of y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. So he was working at a gym, and slowly people were requesting for him to give private sessions. And mm-hmm. he started giving sessions in our home gym, um, which is a garage, but it got converted into a gym slowly. Mm-hmm. And people were just coming, and it just kind of, kind of slowly just expanded in a couple of like months. We grew wow. to a, about mm-hmm. 27 members, and it's a tiny garage. Yeah, it's really small. Mm-hmm. And the classes where I was teaching before, you know, it was already a lot of people already coming there, and it was like, you know, we want like more. 
So that's like she was saying, people, they started gravitating towards, you know, where they felt like the push, you know, getting that support. Right. And I was like, okay, yo, we can do something. That's when, like you said, we converted to the garage gym. Right. Then it just seemed like it just grew out of nowhere. Right. Real was fast. it word of mouth, like far as people just coming along, they knew you? Yeah. And far as your journey and what you accomplished, far as your competitions, far as a uh, Amer- uh, Olympic weightlifter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which we're gonna get into, far as that. Right. But it was mostly just word of mouth. Yeah, just word of mouth. No, yeah. no advertising, no nothing yeah. like that. Just people, just word of mouth. You know, old school. Okay. So people was just getting it out there, and yeah, people just people were just getting it out there. It was growing very quickly to the point where I actually had to go on and do a couple of administrative work. So I created a schedule in an Excel mm-hmm. sheet mm-hmm. and just started plugging people in there. Started plugging like the times and right. see what would work for him. And we it was it was a teamwork. So yeah, because it, originally it what we had only equipment that we had first starting off was just two barbells. And uh, a set of um, kilo plates. Okay. Those, are those green, yellow, and blue and orange, um, red ones right there. That's the okay. only thing we had. That wow. and two barbells, guy barbells. Man, you could you could come up with a lot of yeah, workouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be creative, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we didn't have no floor, no nothing, no squat rack, just hard, just floor. And we were just working people out from there. Then slowly, we started adding little things here and there. Right. Just little by little, pieces by piece, and just start growing. Right, right, so, yeah. right. And where, where was y'all old gym located at? Uh, um, this one was in um, Hawthorne. Hawthorne, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Where we met, or where we? Oh, uh, where the original the- gym was. Y'all first. Oh, Inglewood. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. And y'all new gym is in Inglewood as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Only five minutes away from home. Oh, nice, 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 mm-hmm. nice, nice. That's super dope, man. Yeah. So, uh, far as you, Rodney, man, mm-hmm. your journey, mm-hmm. how did it all start, man? Because you do something everything, man. You said, man, you was into Taekwondo, so that means you know how to kick somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? Karate kick, karate chop somebody. You know what I'm saying? Then you got into Olympic uh, weightlifting, man. I mean, mm-hmm. tell us about yourself, man. Your journey, your story, where it all started. So pretty much, I've been, I guess you can say, active since like the age of eight. Okay. I've been into sports. Started with basketball. Um, from basketball, football, track and field. Nice. Track and field. That's how I got into like running, doing um, short distance, 100 meters, 200, four by one, 110 hurdles, long jumps. And, you know, I just kept on pushing myself, wanted to do more. Got into long distance running for marathon training, triathlons, and I was doing CrossFit at the same time. And I kind of stopped running for a little bit, started just doing, just focusing, just kind of like CrossFit, did a little bit of like martial arts, did some like jiu-jitsu, boxing, kickboxing. um, And yeah, I, I fell more in love with the weightlifting side of CrossFit. Right. So just something that, you know, you just feel that passion, that drive, something just keep pulling, calling your name. Right. So from there, I just stopped everything and just focused just straight on Olympic weightlifting. Now, as far as all the uh, activities you did mm-hmm. since your young years, was it hard to transition to different goals in your life you was trying to pursue? Um, I, I want to say not... Not hard, but far as, I guess you can say just the, the mental aspect is right. just getting my mind. It's, it's like a thing where, for example, when I was doing like short distance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to transition into like long distance. I had to get my mind ready, like, okay, because you're just running just like for 10 seconds, that's it. So I had to get my mind prepared to run even more from, from going from 10 seconds to like four hours type. So for me, it was more challenging, just a mental aspect. The physical side, um, I felt like I was there, but not all the way there. Right. But the mental, the mental side, definitely for sure, was the most challenging. Most challenging. Yeah. And everything. Wow, mm-hmm. that's incredible, man. And when you first got into Olympic weightlifting, mm-hmm. how hard was it for you to train for that? As far as your first 
imagine your first competition. Mm -hmm. How hard was that for you to train for your first competition? Oh man, my first, my very first competition, it was different because the training, since I was really like training, training, right. I was on a set schedule. I had to like follow these programs, right. these percentages. I don't know right. what a, all this stuff, like just a foreign language to me. Right. So I had to really like be strict on my training, my diet, sleeping. I had to really take it serious. Right. So the day of the meet, it wasn't that hard because I was putting in so much work in the training aspect. It's kind of like the quote, like Muhammad Ali said, you know, just him just fighting and going, dying into like the training didn't live forever, like as a champion. Right. right. So it's kind of like the same aspect where I just put in the work 110% during training, then day of the competition. That's the easy part there. Wow, wow, wow. So when you first got into, got into your first competition, mm -hmm. the first lift, <laughs> like, did you have to mentally get yourself stable? Like, first like lift. damn, I'm gonna lift this shit out there. This might be on popping, you know? Well, the first lift was, um, the first lifts are snatches. Yeah. So, um, when I did my first snatch, it kind of threw me off guard because, you know, the adrenaline. Right. And the first pull, you know, you want to hit it, you don't want to miss. Right. So, I ended up kind of, it shocked myself. I almost kind of like powered it in a way. Wow. I was like, okay, so I know the power is there, you know, just matter just keeping it consistent mm -hmm. you know just do the same thing and just stay focused mm -hmm. so it's it's difficult because some meets have a lot of people mm -hmm. and you have a lot of people in front of you so you have the judges three judges and the people in the background so depending on how they have everything controlled sometimes it'd be like a lot of people moving around mm -hmm. so it's about just finding that point and just staying focused right amongst everything it's almost like for me when i used to play basketball shooting a free throw, hear all the noise, yeah. people, you know, baton, you know, cheerleaders right. trying to distract you, all this stuff. Right. You got to focus on the goal, make right. sure you shoot and make. So it's like this kind of like I try to keep that same routine going up to the barbell, the way I went up for a free throw, mm -hmm. keep everything a routine and focus and just hit. Wow, wow, that's dope, man. Mm -hmm. So did you end up winning your first competition, winning in the mills, your first competition, or how did that go? My first competition uh, was in Fullerton. I got second place. Okay. I got second cool. place. Um, and I think I hit a hit two PRs on my cleaning jerk and for my snatches. Nice. And I think for my snatch, I hit uh, 100 kilos, which was like 220. Mm -hmm. And the cleaning jerks, I think it was like 115, 116. Right. It's like around like 255 or 260. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. So it was, it was, it was a good meet, but I was hungry for more. You were hungry for out. more, so that didn't stop. You kept no, no. on doing it, kept on earning more competition. And you studied, studied, got better. Right. At, what she was doing exactly yeah yeah and far as that was it all about the technique far as just, how did the judge judge who was the best um so the way that the work for olympic weightlifting the judges what they're looking for is one is even if your technique is like super bad like right rounding your back or whatever right. just some crazy stuff yeah but you're hard to see that but what they're looking for is like your the elbows one make sure you're locking out them elbows right you no know, bending the elbows and um, two, um, your feeding, your your foot placement. Okay. So make sure that you know you're not moving as much. Mm -hmm. The weight that you're stable, feet lined together, mm -hmm. and down. But the, I think the biggest one is definitely those elbows. Right. And not and also you have to wait until they say drop. So you hold the bar. If you drop mm -hmm. the bar too early, then it's like. Oh red. man. So you can say you going for a PR, you hit it, get excited, yeah, slam the bar down. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Yeah. And they just looking at it like, oh, look at the coach like, dang. Now, people that don't know what PR is, mm -hmm. like myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to be what PR is. <laughs> so, um, PR is personal record or PB, personal best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And everything. So, uh, far as, so they don't go off actual, do they go off actual strength? Um, some competitions, they, well, yeah, they go based off like your total. So okay. let's say like for like the local meets, right? If I'm in the class, like a 73 class, right? 73 kilos. Right. So like 160 pounds, they're going to rank you amongst the 73 people. Right. Wow. So let's say if it's like five 73s in mm -hmm. a session, um, they're going to rank you the top three, first, second, third. 
sometimes they have it kind of like scrambled, like right. in local meats, they have like heavy weights, they have the light weights, it's like all mixed up, depending mm -hmm. on how big the meat is. Mm -hmm. And they'll rank you amongst either your Sinclair, or right. your Sinclair is pretty much, let's say, um, 73, you're 81, right? Right. We both hit the same weight. Even though we hit the same weight, they're going to give you pretty much the most points because you're a lighter body weight, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, me, because I'm the lighter body weight, 73, 79, uh, you're 81. Okay. So it's, it depends on how the meat is run. Okay. You know, it depends. But the national meats, for sure, they range based off your sessions. Sessions. So sessions yeah. and your body weight. Right, right. Yeah, so it goes from the, the, the lowest all the way up to the highest. Yeah, because I'll be looking at some as far as the weightlifting competition, man, how they be doing the snatches and stuff, man. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, damn, weight going to fall on there. They going to fall on They live in this heavy-ass weight, man, and, mm -hmm. and they do with such perfection, man. Yeah, and the such poor, yeah, 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 real, real clean mm -hmm. and everything. Have you seen the um, – have anybody messed up as far as their competition, like far as in the accidents or mm. guys getting injured far as in the competitions because they use the wrong technique? Me, personally, I haven't seen anything crazy yet. Yeah. But I know I've heard a story where people were – well, I've seen one time one national meet where a guy actually um, had the bar and jumped off the stage. He caught it. He was going – he was running, running, running. But he threw the bar back, but he just jumped off the stage into the, the judges. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was fighting for it, but, man, yeah, that was, like, the only craziest thing I've seen. But I mean, I've never seen nobody dropping a bar on their head. Right, right, right. Um, I've seen someone pass out before. Now, I've been seeing a lot of that shit on no, YouTube, that, man. People living this. People living this heavy ass way and just <laughs> passing out for no apparent reason <laughs> now what, what what causes that i always know what, what causes that man people passing out and shit like that well people it's just well what people forget is like controlling like their breathing right so when you got all this weight on you like in the front rack position they hold their breath for like a long time and when you're holding your breath like that it's just like all that oxygen it's just kind of like just holding in and you're not getting no oxygen in, people just pass out. But you gotta know how to, you know, control, like breathe, breathe, breathe. I don't know why <laughs> they just hold their breath. It's just, they're just so, when you're lifting, you're just thinking about so much things, so much. You're trying to hurry up, get the lift up. Right. You're thinking about the time, people watching you. So I can see how people, they it's just a lot forget of stress. it. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's just a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. So, yeah. Yeah, cause I saw this one dude on YouTube, man. It was this guy, man, dude started turning red. Then he started turning blue. <laughs> then that joker just passed out on the floor, man. I'm like, God, D, man. Yeah, yeah. To my powerlifting. Yeah, yeah. You see that a lot in powerlifting for sure. Yeah, like yeah. Deadlifting. You see a lot in deadlifting for sure. Wow. That's... Back squats, but more I've seen like people deadlifting. I've seen people pass out the most. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Have you ever used the salt for weightlifting? The salt. The salt. Um, Oh, oh, where you sniff? Yeah, that like one. in the nose, like wake you up? Yeah. Because <laughs> no, you know I, they have that. They have that on like powerlifting before they lift like yeah. really heavy weights. Yeah. I know. I've never used it before. No, I used pre-workout. That's my salt right there. I wake up. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then as far as like cleaning, um, I know I've seen people like they pass out. Is it because like they hit their? I don't um, know, but it's like I've, I've for seen the cleans. Yeah. Or, yeah. I've seen people where they yo know, they hit hit their throat and they just kind of like knock knock themselves out for sure but i just think just mostly it's just all that weight is just compressing down on you and it just it's hard for them to breathe and they just they just don't know how to control their breathing yet so that's just just little just little things like that can just change everything just breathing you just forget you get everything right and it's just something little as that just controlling your breath can just yeah. mess you up now, have you ever seen anybody like far as using performance enhanced drugs, try to get that strength up for steroids and stuff like that? Have you heard about that far as in the in the competitions? Far as steroids, no, I haven't. Me personally, I haven't like experienced or heard of anybody like using it. Um, people I've known that use like like illegal like supplements, not like right. as far as like. There was, I don't know, like the names, because they have different ones, right, right. It's different you know, that you names. can't take. Right. But some people don't even know that like, they take it and they don't know that it's like banded. That happened right. to like a lot of like CrossFitters too. Right. Where they were like rank high and I don't know where they get this 
email or letter saying like they got disqualified or something right, like that. Right. So you just got to be careful in like what you're using. Some people know and somehow just go under the radar. Right. I don't know how that works. You know, stuff happened behind the scenes we don't know. Right. But yeah, I just, me, I clean, clean. every meat. So so y'all definitely take drug tests and everything before? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, they got, make sure they do a background check and everything like that. You gotta make sure you put in all your information before you do a meet. For the national meets, that's for sure. Like the okay. locals, you know, not so much, but the national meets, even like, let's say, if they notice somebody, like the top three people, mm -hmm. they'll take the top three people and probably like random like drug tests okay. and test them and see like making sure that they're not cheating. Right, right. Now, as far as uh, getting into the national meet, as far as registration, as far as the process, explain to us the process on how to get in, you know what I'm saying? So you were saying like they picked the top three. How, mm -hmm. What's the process? What's the beginning stage of that to um, begin the top three? So pretty much when you're doing to, we have different series. We have like the American Open series, uh, series one, series two, series three, but you can qualify for anyone if you meet the total based off your body weight. Okay. So if you meet that, um, that total, you'll qualify for the meet. And from there, depending on, um, let's say if you're a low body weight, you're gonna go like a 61, 73. The top three are usually the people that's like in the A sessions. The A session is like the top dog people. Right. Like the B session is like right underneath, then C, D, E, F, like that. Okay. So they're really kind of like focused on the people that's like in the A, a. sessions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you're like anything like lower, lower, they don't really like care as much like that. Yeah, yeah. So you have to you yeah. know, try again next year or something like that. Or... Yeah, like it's you know, just train harder and just get yeah, those yeah. numbers up. Right, right, right. 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 And that's the, where I had to, I had to do the same thing too. I was low in like in like sessions, mm -hmm. like the letters and just putting in work and training. And I slowly built my way up to the A session this last meet. Right. And yeah. Did you have to change your diet in it to get up to those sessions as far as you had to eat more protein to get your strength up? How, how was your diet work? Um, so, well, my chef right here, Veronica, <laughs> she was a, pretty much the one that was taking care of all the meal prepping and meal planning for me. Mm -hmm. So, man, I can't even remember off the top what she usually cook. What was it? It was a lot of veggies and make sure that he got both um, mainly veggies and protein intake to make sure that he kept continuing, you know, his strength. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of the time it was just, and then we had to cut back on a lot of the salt. So that's where mm -hmm. we just used a lot of the herbs and stuff to give the food, you know, some flavoring and it wasn't so bland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everything like that, man. So uh, you mostly deal, you mostly deal with vegetables and mm -hmm. chicken and yeah. fish and just yeah. the common. Just like the kind of like the basic, nothing too, nothing too crazy, you know. Um, just make sure that I was. For me, it was mainly more about just eating enough. Cause I right. felt like, cause I was cutting weight, I felt like I, I had to cut back eating a lot. Right. But I had to learn how to like make sure I still feel my body enough and eat more. Okay. Because once I understood how my body works, like how much I was losing mm -hmm. like a week, how much I was losing overnight, right. I knew, okay, I can eat more now, right. okay. All right, then like I knew, all right, I have to cut back on something. Did you have your cheat meal? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like every meat that I kept cutting my weight, I understood that it's okay that I can cheat a little bit more. Okay. So I felt like I would have to be like super, super, super strict, but I, I started to kind of like relax and had that balance. Right. So it wasn't as stressful as the old weight cuts that I used to have to do. Okay. So nice. it became a little bit easier, you know, and um, a little bit more smoother. It was a little hard to watch when he had to do his first weight cut because you you were able to like see the mm -hmm. whole weight loss on his face. Right. Even yeah, my mom. Yeah, pretty much. Even my mom was like, "What is going on with Ronnie? Why is he so skinny?" <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was bad, but I knew that I had to like. I guess my fear was just. I've seen some people where they didn't make weight. Right. Because you have to weigh in two hours before the meet. Yeah. And if you don't make weight, you have to figure out how you're going to cut that weight. So you can, no matter where you're at, because the scale, 
when you step on it, it's like 73 point, it has to be 73.00 or under. Okay. So it can't be 73.01. Okay. Wow. So I didn't know that wow. at first. So wow. I've seen some people where they had that one, they have to go, I don't know, use the bathroom, <laughs> spit, I don't know. Yeah, like spit. Ooh. I've seen people running around trying to burn off that kilo, that point one. I was like, oh man, and you gotta compete in two hours. And then within that two hours, that's the time you have to be feeling fueling your it's body back up. Shit, man. Yeah, so I was like, no, nah, I can't have that. So I, most of the time, I will always overdo it. And I'll be too far under. Yeah. Then by the time it's time to compete, I'm like drained. Like the snatches, I can do. But right. when it's time to get to the cleaning jerks, I'm like done. You're done. I'm done. done. Wow. So I figured that, you know, I just understood how my body works, how my nutrition, how to time everything. Yeah. And it got better. And my coach will always say, every kilo um, I'm under, that's one kilo off the bar. Mm. So I try to get as higher to my weight as possible. Wow. So keep all the kilos on that bar. And it's true, too. Because the closer every meet that I did, I kept getting closer and closer to my weight cool. when I weighed in. And this last one, I got probably my closest. I was like 72.8. Mm -hmm. 72.8, so like 0.2 away from 73. Oh, nice. So nice. I felt real strong going into the meet. Oh, that's dope. That's and dope, that is man. how he got his medals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how many medals you got anyway? Uh, you, you uh, well, from this last meet, I got three medals. So I got third in snatch. I got gold first place in clean and jerk. And I got third overall. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. In the 73A session. And that was at um, this last meet in Pleasanton, California, was the um, men's under, uh, men's 25 and under national championship. Okay. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Now, I'm, going, I'm still going all over the place and everything, so we're going to get into y'all <laughs> gym, man. Um, mm -hmm. Alpha Uno Athletics, man. Where did y'all get that name from, Alpha Uno? Because when I think about Alpha Uno, I'm thinking about Uno cars and shit like that. <laughs> so... So, uh, <laughs> Uno, you know what I'm saying? So, where did the name come from? Because that's a very unique name. Well, I forgot to mention the word alpha. Like, I, I used to take Greek before. So, I used to take Greek, mm -hmm. study the, the languages. And I know the first language, the first letter in, in Greek is alpha. Okay. And alpha, you know, being the beginning, you know, first also in other terms, you know, leader, you know, so, someone that's leading the pack, you know. Alpha Uno, I kind of put that together as in like Uno as like one, mm -hmm. you know, together as one. You know, you're a leader, but you're right. together as one. Like a like I came up with the wolves, okay. you know, you see them hunting in pack. Right. You know, you see a bunch of them, 10, 15, 20 oh, deep, yeah. but they're all together as one, all together. looking out for one another, making sure everybody eats and no yeah. one's left behind. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, once you fight one, you got to fight all of them jumping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> once you fight one, they gonna come, all of them going to come and eat your exactly. ass. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that's the eye of the wolf, man. So I definitely, definitely love the um, Meaning behind it, I definitely love the color scheme as far as the green, the orange, and the uh, black. So thank where does you, the color you. scheme come from as far as your, is that like your favorite color or they just? Neon, uh, the neon green, yes, that is my favorite color. Um, I'm not going to lie, I have a bunch of neon stuff, okay. neon green. Um, the black, I just feel like it just goes together with it. Right. And uh, orange with the moon, I just feel like it just stood out more than with the yellow moon. Nice. I just, I don't know, it just pops out at you. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. that's super dope, man, that's super dope. <laughs> so what, basically y'all gym, what y'all mostly into? What is the, uh, as far as y'all training? So here at the gym, um, we have HIT, which is the high intensive interval trainings. Mm -hmm. We have Olympic lifting, and we have kind of like a CrossFit type of class. We also host um, classes for our alpha pups, which is kids' classes. Mm -hmm. We're still trying to experiment the ages, but um, right now we're going to try three, but for sure four is okay. a beginning age. Three, we're still trying to see. We're going to bring in my niece to see if she can actually... She's going to be our little test uh, okay. <laughs> to see, <laughs> yeah. okay. to see yeah. if she can do it, then maybe all the other kids can do it. Mm -hmm. um, she already squats and does all the stuff that she sees all the other grown-ups doing, which right. is actually very cute. Yeah. Um, she learns a lot by what we do. 
numbers, so right. I should yes. say for right. sure. Um, and she tries to do burpees, squats, and you know, side Everything. shuffling. She tries to do it all. Um, we also have our running group, which is our Alpha Uno. We're pack runners. Yes. Nice. Um, there we have our running coach, Esmeralda. Um, there we meet in Westchester, and during the week we run Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, um, and then we have our long runs on Saturdays and Sundays. And this group is mainly focused for like runners um, and also to train for marathons, which some of our people are actually training for the LA Marathon. Okay. And also, if people who just I know some days like Tuesdays, they might just focus just like on technique. Just, okay. you know, your stride, like the way you're footing when you're running, your arms, mm -hmm. your breathing technique, just little things like that. Okay. So um, it's also, you know, a lot of technique that goes into running too, people right. don't know. Right. So, yeah, we take time. She takes time and work with people mm -hmm. on that a lot too. Okay. Okay. And I forgot to mention that we also have private sessions. If they want to come and train just, you know, one-on-one -on -one with Rodney, they can actually also... Okay. That that's cool. Well. That's cool. So and they get that one-on-one with both of y'all and everything like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like I was saying, she was helping me out with my meal prepping, meal planning. She also does that too, like she, meal planning, meal prepping for people who are, you know, need that assistance. Right, she right. Out with that too. Exactly, because you got people that don't know how to meal prep for shit. I was going to I don't do you, I don't meal prep I, I think meal prep takes too much time, which... <laughs> I mean, we yeah, that's a whole nother discussion as far as yes. meal prepping yeah. and everything. So that's good. That's good because you definitely have to plan out your meal because you get so busy, you forget to eat. Yeah. Yes. That's you know, true. and you got to have them certain meals of the day. Yeah. You know yes. what I'm saying? Keep your energy up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to eat. So that's a good thing for us in meal prepping mm -hmm. and everything. And one thing I love about y'all, Jim, y'all more involved with the kids too. Y'all uh, inspiration towards the kids because you got a lot of kids out there who don't know about you know, lifting or getting that certain type of training. Right. How do y'all attract y'all kids to get experience with this different type of training y'all teach here at Alpha Uno? Um, so for our kids, um, for me, I'm I'm like a kid myself, like inner right. kid myself, and I know how to you know relate and get on the kids level. You mm -hmm. know, you know being silly, you know, mm -hmm. being um, charismatic, uh, do things that they can relate to, right. you know what I'm saying, and kind of like turn that into like a workout, you know, like one of my favorite workouts I like to do with the kids um, that's usually like be trending, like the floor is lava. Mm. So I do like a little workout, little exercise, the floor is lava, they put the plates down, they have two plates that have to put the plates down, jump right. on the plates, make sure they don't touch the, the mask because right. the floor is lava. Right. You know, little things like that. But they're working <laughs> out, you know, but they don't know it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just doing things like that that they can relate to and still keep fitness fun. Right. You know, keep the fun and fitness. Yeah, because you got a lot of kids out there, man, who's into the TV, into the video games mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And you got a lot of kids who are not athletic at all. How do you draw them in to, you know, get get that athleticism out of them? You know, because right. every kid got a little athleticism yeah, yeah, yeah. in them. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. how can you get that out of them as far as the kids who, who mostly are video heads, video game freaks? <laughs> <laughs> well, for the kids that's like that, I usually... Depending on how I ask them first, like what kind of video games they like to play, right? So if it's games that I know, kind of like, what kind of, if it's like a strategy game or it's an action game, mm -hmm. right? I try to set something towards that they can kind of like, kind of relate to. So like, for example, let's say if they like to play, I don't know, Call of Duty, right? And, <laughs> and they like to play Call of Duty. So I pretend like we're on a mission or something like that. Right. I give them like a skill, a skill work, then a little tax where they have to like achieve. Mm 
So okay. for example, if I know the game well, I'll just say like, all right, this is this point right here. I need you to get over there. So we do like some bear crawls, get on over there. Right. Then we'll miss it like a little obstacle course depending right. on the game, you know, trying right. to get them into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I might go extra. I might play some music, some Call of Duty themed music, get them right. really into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do the same thing like kids who like Fortnite, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they like block, you know, Fortnite's a lot of stuff with building. So I have them do stuff. Well, they'll do something like a box jump or they'll, because a lot of hopping and all this right, crazy right, stuff, right, you know, right, so I try right. to do something that they can relate to, right? right, at the same time and still get that workout in and keep it fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. so nothing had to be super serious where they can be like, all right, come on, come on, come on, turn them out. And they're like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I don't yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, this yeah, no yeah, more. Yeah. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, they're still doing something that they can relate to. It's still getting a good workout yeah. in, having a good time. The kids and love them actually. They every time they come in or something, they love them. They're happy to see Rodney. And the uh, those that scare me with the kids, they love me. He makes me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as the kids, you know, you, you run into a lot of kids who are overweight. You run into a lot of kids that are bully mm. in school and everything. Um, how do you uh, handle those kids who's getting bullied, who is overweight, getting bullied, and everything, and try to teach them and try to tell their parents and encourage them? Because you know, parents they real protective of their kids, mm -hmm. and they spoil their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, they feed them a lot of stuff they don't need to be eating. You know, a lot of junk food, right. and they know they're getting overweight. But you can't tell the parents how to feed their kids. That's their yeah. kids. You know, right. but you want to help them. Mm -hmm. You know, telling their kids, oh. Your kids is overweight, you know, they need to get more help, they need to, you know, get that balance. How do you go about it telling the parents and helping kids who are being bullied in school? I remember you had told me a story about that too. Mm -hmm. First, for the kids that are getting bullied, I try to kind of like connect with them, get on their level, see exactly, you know, what's going on like inside, you know. Mm -hmm. A lot of these kids, it can be, not just be bullied just like at school, it can be some, sometimes it can be something like going on at home too. So you gotta be careful, you know, you don't wanna say the wrong thing. Right. I just talk to them and see exactly, you know, where, you know, where their mindset is, mm -hmm. what they do like on like on a daily basis as far as like to help, you know, cope with these things. If I notice there's things that's not helping them, like for example, uh, I had, I was working with some kids and they were, turning towards like some like I guess you can say drugs, alcohol and stuff like that. Right, right. So I was helping them and in a way of fitness mm -hmm. where if they are going through something like that, I was trying to have them understand that you can't go down the route where it's gonna just make things worse. Right. Right. Turn around and go towards something that's gonna help and build something positive in a way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And through fitness, I was able to reach and help a lot of these kids, you know, right. change their lives. And through the changes of the kids, you see a lot of the, sometimes the parents too, as well notice the change in their kids. Like, wow, like I noticed so-and-so is changing. It's just not just change their physical, you know, but also like their mental as well. Right. It's kind of like therapy in a way for them. Right. So when the parents start seeing that, then I kind of like built that relationship you know, with the kids and the parents, they say like, okay. Then that's when I kind of like start talking to parents like, okay, so what you, what they eat, yeah, this and that. Like maybe you can cut back, maybe a little bit like on the salt, maybe a little bit on the sugar on the Kool Aid, the right. yeah, the bread, bread. You know what I'm saying? The ice so, cream sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to work at a um, at a Ventureplex in Manhattan Beach. And a lot of these kids, you know, they'll come, they'll they'll talk to you, but you know, sometimes I can't be talking too much, you know what I'm saying? Cause they go back, they go talk to their parents. So just all about building that relationship, that fine line, you know what I'm saying? And making sure that the parents are on the same page as you and you're not trying to be like controlling in a way, but you're looking out for the best interests exactly. for the kids and for them too at, at the same time. Right, right. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. Mm -hmm. And far as the, the kids, you know, that's overweight, you know, far as how do you approach that far as kids that won't, that not into, you know they're overweight, but mm -hmm. they don't want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. How do you approach that? 
Well, for me, I just start speaking facts, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to change, we can make this, you know, make this happen. Right. But if you don't, this is pretty much where you're going to head to. You right. know what I'm saying? And a lot of these kids, I know I know, food is hard to resist when you're just trying to eat, eat, eat. I know Damn. it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of temptation with that, I know. Yes. But at the same time, I try to let them know, you know, just have a little balance because I want them to slowly, you know, gradually get into the gym, right? Yeah. Do something, maybe walk or something, you know, right. do a start with a walk or not for a walk. Okay, then we can start jogging, mm-hmm. you know? I just start like baby steps with them first, right. okay? I don't want to just straighten and just push them in because right. that can discourage them. Right. So I'm like, all right, just come try in, you know, maybe we could just do this, you know, see if you can do that. Right. All right. Then they build up that confidence. So just building up that that mental strength first. Right. You know, their confidence first, because it starts within. That's when you start building first in here, in the gym, in your head. That's when everything else on the outside will come into place. Right. And and that's a good thing, man. Because like I said, the kids are the future, and that's one thing I like about y'all. Y'all y'all get gears into us kids too, man. Yes. I mean, you got your daycare with them. Like <laughs> Got them in, in there to entertain and everything for us, the babies. And I mean, you gotta love your kids, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they they are an inspiration to all of us. So mm-hmm. they are the future. But getting out the kids, cause you know we get tired of our damn kids sometimes. So, you know, you gotta, I mean, you gotta go home. You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get out of here. You know? <laughs> I love my kids. I love the kids, though. <laughs> I love the kids. But. Um, as far as you've grown us, because uh, you know mental health is a serious thing uh, as far as depression and everything. So, and I imagine y'all went through clients who have mental health disabilities. So, how do y'all handle that as far as working out? Because uh, people come in, they see the gym as a getaway. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. So, we do have. Um a couple or maybe you know even I myself when I'm under a lot of stress my way of releasing all that stress is just going to the gym you know just doing workouts and stuff and I know that we have maybe a couple several people here you know or who knows we never know what they're going through but um, what they do is they come here and this is your getaway this is where their mind just goes on and flows away you know and they just kind of focus on their workout and this is their, their, I guess they're kind of like their sanctuary, you know, yeah. when they just release everything and they use this as their therapy. And then before they even know it, they need the gym. When they're not here, they need it because this is where they release all the... Yeah, it's like their know. medicine. Yes. Right, right, right. Because everybody needs that medicine. Everybody needs that getaway to mm-hmm. get their minds free. And I think the gym is a good place to get rid of all that negativity, all that oh, yes. negative shit that's in your head, you know, mm-hmm. especially with depression. Oh, know? yeah, that's yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely serious. To get get away from that is a struggle. And like I said, I think the gym is a good way to get away from that. And I'm happy y'all have that type of atmosphere yeah, around here. You were saying about you never know what people are going through. Right. And right. at the same time, we want to keep that how we was at our old gym in the garage, you know, into here, right. even though we're in a different location, it's still right. the same, the same goal, you know, keeping everybody, you know, um, a community, right. pretty much. Right. And you know, we, I know people like to compete a lot. You know, it's nothing wrong like we're competing or anything, but we want to make sure people, we don't want to push feel people, intimidated. yeah, feel intimidated, push people away, but still give them that push, right? You know, at the same time and make them feel like they're. Um, cared for, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, that they're important, right? you know, right. and not something that we're just looking at them like for like dollar signs, exactly. like that. And y'all more like a family here, that's yes. a good thing, y'all yeah. definitely like a family here, so everybody knows everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, you need to help out anybody as far as, you know, getting in shape or teaching them how mm-hmm. to get in shape, y'all their form. Yes, mm-hmm. so a lot of our members are actually very encouraging. They don't make anybody feel less or that they're better than anybody. Everybody here is very helpful. Today we actually had somebody, I don't know, if it, today was her first Olympic lifting class, but she was having a little bit of a hard time and one of our other members noticed and she's like, okay, well, how about you try this or you try that? So stuff like that, everybody's very welcoming here. We all encourage each other. And even Rodney, if he sees that they're struggling a little bit, what he does is he takes the time to go on and help them 
on the side. And if he sees that they're struggling, he'll make them take off the weight. He makes sure that their technique is down. And if right. their technique is not down, then he'll go on and focus on an area that'll help them with the technique. Right, right, right. The Spanish people too. And then we also have like, um, there's times when I am not here and I can't cut, I, I mean, I can't be here in the mornings. I'm only here in the evening. So we have our morning classes. And so far, a lot of our morning classes has been a lot of Spanish speakers. And Ronnie does try to teach the class, and he probably will go on and try to like show them how to do the workout and stuff. So what happens in the morning classes, because a lot of them are Spanish speakers, they all help one another. They translate the workout that Ronnie's trying to explain to the oh, that's other good. ones. That's good. Yeah, so we're all like a very small little community. Everybody helps each other. Yeah, from the morning, from the morning crew all the way to the evening crew, everybody's helping out. Right. Nobody's right. different. Right, you right. And that's good. You try to help out your community, man. I mean, yes. you use that for your community. I mean, you from Inglewood. So, <laughs> I mean, you I mean, you sort of like the Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. Of Inglewood. You got that mentality, man. You know, you want to help out your community. You want to do good yes. about your community. And that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, I love that, man. So, the moment in time. We about to get up. So here we go. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucking shits where we talk about our most embarrassing moment. You know what I'm saying? As far as fitness wise, anything embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all got some stories. I know you got a story right now. I know you got a story, Veronica. Come on with it, man. I need, I need, I need some, I need some inspiration. I need to laugh today, man. I need like, damn, man, for real. So, so tell me y'all most embarrassing, almost. Well, I what don't, type of story y'all have? I don't know that mine is like super duper embarrassing, but I do tend to be a very clumsy person. And a lot of people here at the gym have seen it and they've experienced it um, mm-hmm. firsthand. Um, I actually, when was it? Well, when we originally met and we used to be at the old gym where he used to work out. He used to make us run up and down this damn alley. And for some reason, <laughs> it was always very uh, uneven, just for me particularly. I just um, always tell her she got to pick up her feet. <laughs> I don't think there's nothing wrong with the floor. It's just something with your feet, anywhere. I mean, there, I mean, I remember that there was maybe like two, three times where we would run up and down that alley. And when I would come back, he would see just like this different facial expression on me, like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I fell. (laughs) (laughs) And he would be like, all right, get up. And he's like, go on and push. And I'm like, no, my knee hurts. He's like, no, you got to push through. And I was like, I can't, my knee, I mean, you know, my knee hurts, I fell. You know, my pants will be. Always tough love on her. (laughs) Wow. No way. Yes, no pity at all. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have like bloody knees. My pants were ripped because I fell so hard. My wrists were bloody. You know, and actually, just not too long ago, maybe like. Were you three going through minutes. the time games? Or <laughs> I, don't know, man. I am very clumsy. That's a hell of an alley. You were I'm telling you, it was not no easy alley. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Do you fall? Have you fallen today? <laughs> hey, fell no, today. Hey, no. hey, you haven't fell today. Okay, not I just want to make sure. <laughs> I did fall. Like that. Yeah, I did fall a couple of weeks ago while I was training for the LA Marathon because he decided to go on and buy me that ticket for the to run the LA Marathon as a Christmas gift. I don't know why he would do that. Nice Christmas gift, man. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves to run a marathon for their birthday. Yes, I was, <laughs> I was running maybe like three, four weeks ago, and good enough. I mean, right when we were actually about to start sprinting, and we were actually on the way back, we were like, all right, start sprinting. And here I thought I was having a really good day. I was like, man, I'm, you know, I'm running. <laughs> really good today yeah. and right when I was going to start sprinting good enough I fell and I tripped over um, I they're like alright Veronica I think it's time for you to walk now <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know do you just fall just ask, <laughs> do you, do, is there anything in the ground that makes you fall or I, 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 I don't you just, know 
And it just seems like you just walk and you just automatically just fall. Oh, it's time for you to fall for the day. It, it, it's your schedule. It's your daily fall for yeah. the day. <laughs> or maybe it's my 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 way of saying I don't want to run. And you know, She's I trying to hurt herself on purpose. Yeah. 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 It hasn't worked so far though. Yeah. Like, and don't give me another damn gift like this. Yeah. Gift. <laughs> Actually, last year, um, I told him, I was like, you know what? As of this year, I want no more birthday gifts. I don't want to celebrate my birthday with you anymore. <laughs> because I swear to you, he's trying to kill me. One year, he took me skydiving. I, hate, I, I would have never done that in a million years. So he decided to do that. Surprise me. He didn't tell me where we were going. He just said we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I told him, close your eyes. We're doing bird box challenge. <laughs> close your eyes. We're driving. And then last wow. year, he decided to take me bungee jumping. I panicked on that one. So, yeah. So, no. I said no more. She did No it, more though. gifts. She did it. No more gifts. I'm trying to push her, you know? Especially with no gifts, I'm going to be blindfolded. I won't know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably just trying to get rid of me now. (laughs) I want, like, a nice dinner or something like that. A good birthday gift for me. I don't want to be falling out of the sky nowhere. Afterwards, we do, but, you know, we got to go through something first. You know what I'm saying? Man, he he really carried you through it, man. (laughs) Golly, man. Skydiving and goddamn bunch jumping. I've been right along with her, though. I don't know. You tried throwing me by myself on the skydiving one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did try to get up in there on the skydiving. I mean, that's why you fall so much because you get past the fall. You're like, you skydiving and you bungee jumping. I mean, you just a up. perfectionist at falling. <laughs> 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 Not willingly. <laughs> I'm just Seriously. a father. I'm going to make that my everyday career. Just fall. I'm just going to fall in. That's you, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Now, Rodney, man, come on. I do. I know you got a story. What's going on? Oh, man. So, let me see. This one is pretty tough. All right. So, in my early career of weightlifting, this is probably maybe like not even a year into it yet. I was um, doing snatches, okay? Snatches, very explosive, dynamic movement. Yeah. And I was still new, and I didn't have, like, the weightlifting clothes like I have now. A lot of weightlifters, they wear, like, a lot of, like, tight compression clothes. At the time, you know, I still had a lot of, like, baggy clothes, like shorts and stuff, basketball shorts, you know what I'm saying? Rocking all the... Laker gear and all that stuff like that. You know, trying to be cool, looking cool yeah. and stuff. So um, I was doing these snatches off the block, okay? I was feeling pretty good, you know. I was feeling a, a nice little day. And I was like, okay. I went higher than my percentage what I was supposed to do. So that was my first mistake, okay? okay? I went higher than I was supposed to. Okay. I know every time when I go high, I always end up doing something wrong. So I go up for my first attempt, right? And again, I'm wearing baggy clothes. Okay, so when you're wearing baggy clothes, you know, everything's everything's, everything's baggy. <laughs> Chains and everything. <laughs> oh, so man. I'm gonna just say, you know, I had knocked a lot of little chains out of my shorts. That's all I'm gonna say right there. Oh, man, I, I know it, but I knocked the whole one. I'm thinking you're talking about what I'm talking about. That's a whole lot of change you knocked out of your shorts. <laughs> so, I, you know, I had to catch my breath for a minute, and I was like, all right, man. I wish I still had a video, but I deleted that real quick. But I was like, <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know what? Let me go ahead, shake this off. You know, I was like, in my head, I was like, mama mentality type. You know, I was like, let's go, let's go. Went in, went for my second attempt. Okay? Oh, you did it a second time? Second really? time. Second time. Dude, I've been knocked out that first time. At the hit my pelvis? No. <laughs> Definitely got the moment to tell. No, no, this one, okay. Go for my second attempt. So, you know, I'm keeping the bar real, real close, maybe a little bit too close this time. And went up past my face, hit right underneath my nose. Hard. Boom. Stuffed my nose. And you know when you get hit so hard and your eye on your nose, your eyes start getting watery. That's how my eyes was just everything. Look, I was crying. Wow. Crying. I didn't want nobody to see me. I don't want nobody, hey, you all right? You all right? No, don't even come up to me. Start making it worse. (laughs) Start making it worse. (laughs) So, yeah, I ended up almost busting my nose on that. 
And you think I, you know, I stopped learning my lesson. I was like, you know what? Two strikes already. You know, three strikes. They say you out. So I was like, no, nah, I ain't getting out. out I don't me. believe that. I'm not getting out. That's a myth. So I go for my third one, and this time, this one hit me, cracked me dead in my forehead. Boom. Hard, and then I'm, and I'm telling you, hard. I mean, like hard. I don't know if anybody get hit in the head with a barbell before, but it hurts, Ooh. and it hurts. Do you That's get all I'm saying. I had to say that twice. Do you, you know get knot on your head? Oh, I had a knot. I had a, I had a knot, knot. That's Yo. what I had. <laughs> and let me tell you, after that, I learned my lesson. I had three ice packs. I had one on my head, one on my nose, and, and one, one on my chains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that was a bad day right there. Ooh, we, I didn't take a week off after that one. You when you hit your change, your money change, you ain't had no extra change. No, no. <laughs> you ain't had no nothing. Man, man, that's that's painful, man. Because women be thinking pregnancy is painful. You get hit in your pebbles, your mm. nuts. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, that's and a whole that's whole that is. That's some pain. You know, that's when you see a man cry. <laughs> you never saw a man cry, but you would never see a man cry when you hit the pelvis. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah I've been knocked out. Mama mentality. You definitely got some mama mentality. Man. Yeah, I was trying. That was a little bit too much mama mentality for me. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely too much, man. I've been not. Yeah, yeah, that'll been there for me the first round. I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my eyes I'm done for the whole day. Maybe a couple days. <laughs> no, man. But, man. Oh, man. man, dude, I appreciate y'all coming through, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Thank y'all you, were able for us to get this interview with y'all, man. I love the gym. Love, appreciate man. it. I mean, I just love the color scheme, the, I mean, the family feeling of this gym, man. I definitely, definitely love, man. I definitely Thank love you. y'all. Inspiration for us. Two couples, two couples that came from the bottom up, you know what I'm saying? Still mm-hmm. striving to be better, yes, you know? And and I wish y'all nothing but the best. Hopefully, y'all have a whole chain of Alpha Uno athletics <laughs> yeah, around the area. So. Yeah, that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? That's yes. definitely the goal. And I'm praying for y'all for that, man, because, like you. I said, they need more gems like this around here, man. And I just love y'all gravitate towards the kids and the grown, grown ups, man, because mm-hmm. we need more of that variety. You ain't going to find that in no 24 hour fitness, no LA fitness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that feels more like a family. Right, right, right. You know, and just inspiration. And you get to meet the owners one-on-one. And y'all get that one-on-one session with y'all. Yes, and we're always here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is like y'all second home. Yes. Exactly. So, 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 I mean, I just love the intensity and I love the motivation, man. And y'all have y'all grand opening on the 15th, right? Yes. It's March the 15th. So give that y'all information for your Instagram, your grand opening, everything. All right, so you guys can find us on Alpha Uno Athletics, both on Facebook and Instagram. Our grand opening is March 15th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And we are looking for sponsors, so if you guys know anybody, send them our way. Um, Address is 129 West Arbor Vite, City of Inglewood, and... Zip code is 90301. Yep. Okay. Y'all make sure y'all come out and support, man. Support this couple, man, because they really striving. They really out here doing it big, man. And I just just love it, man. I just love it. And it's just so motivational. Two young people just out here doing it. We don't get enough of that, man. I never seen that. I'm from the South. I never seen that. It mostly... (laughs) It mostly... It mostly... You work, you get a house, that's the goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the goal. But now you got to work, get a house, and own your own business. We send the bar even higher. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love right now, send the bar even higher to get to own your own business. And how you how old you are again? Uh, I just turned 25 last month. Wow. That's wow. when we got the keys to our gym, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, on my birthday. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, 25 keys, years. But the keys wasn't just my birthday. My, it wasn't just my birthday gift, but I feel like this was the gift, you know, these was the keys for, you know, for my family, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that put on like the sacrifice, you know, right. to help us get to this point, you know, like ancestors, everybody that worked all hard to get up to this point where we are now for the city, you know, um, our friends, our family, 
and we had to put on and make sure they know that the keys wasn't just for my birthday or mm -hmm. just for us, but it was for everybody. Right. And we want to make sure that the everyone got that message. And we're just trying to build up the community, strengthen the community one um, alpha at a time. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Trying to get that wolf pack, man. Trying yes. to join, come and join the wolf pack, man. It's the best pack in the world. Once you mess with one of us, you got to mess with all of us. Right? So we, it's definitely, definitely like a family, man. And I definitely encourage y'all to come check out their jam, man. Alpha Uno Athletics, man. Right here in Inglewood, man. So y'all come check them out, man. And everything. And I'm your host, Big Preezy, man. And this is another episode of Locker Room Talk, man. Let's get these games. Yeah!